You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on the Cooligans, we are in Liverpool, England. We are here for the Cooligans Clasico. But you know what? Major League Soccer is still very much a part of our lives. NYCFC, Portland Timbers, MLS Cup Final. We're going to Portland. Absolutely insane time. Uh, Damn, I don't know what else I was going to talk about. Sorry, I'll do it one more time. Uh, Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll do it again. All right. Cool. Tonight on the Cooligans, we are in Liverpool, England. The Cooligans Classico has happened. Everton, Arsenal, you know, we're obviously Premier League is a big part of our lives, but Major League Soccer is still an experience here. NYCFC and Portland Timbers going to the MLS Cup final. We're going to Portland. We'll see you there. That's right. Plus, that's not it. We talked to two legends, two 99ers. We talked to Mia Hamm and we talked to Julie Foudy. Not only did they win the World Cup in 1999, but they are both part owner of Angel City FC, which we we got to see their kit reveal. We talked to them about everything from owning the team, being a 99er, how dope they are, and more <laughs> today on the Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby. <laughs> May okay, we are. That's it. We've uh, we that's that's all you learned on uh, British Duolingo. <laughs> that's we, it. I mean, at least that I'm allowed to say on a TV show. Uh, it has been a, a wild time here in the north of England. That's right. Uh, what's good, everybody? We are the Cooligans. Uh-huh. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here. On Football Sports Network. Uh, it's football, mate. It's football. <laughs> as soon as I said soccer, I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no not in this country. Uh, it's also the gulliest uh, uh, cheerio. I'm, I'm running out. I'm running out of extra. That's it. The vocabulary is done. Uh, we are absolutely thrilled uh, for today's show, not because of, uh, not also because of the incredible guests that we have. Insane it, level it, of guests. Absolutely insane. But we, yes, Alexis mentioned, we are currently in Liverpool, mm-hmm. England, uh, doing the show, chatting, you know, American soccer doesn't stop just because we're in England. Okay? No, 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 no. If anything, we're out here just uh, making sure everyone else knows about it. We are almost pontificating. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? The, we're ambassadors, all right? <laughs> and for whatever reason, we Capital have. Capital ASS inside of that ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we wear Pope hats as yeah. we do it. If uh, you don't believe we're in Europe, just look right there over his shoulder. Look, that's a kettle, dude. You think one of us has that? We ain't drinking tea like that, fam. <laughs> so uh, we have... Two incredible guests today. Wow. Literally, I'm like shaking with anticipation and excitement because not only do we have one 99er. No, no, we've got dual legends. We have two 99ers, okay? Um, These me- are 99-year-old people we found in <laughs> Liverpool who like American soccer. Okay, you're going to love them, I swear. <laughs> Some interviews a little slow, uh, but we'll get there. No, we have... 
Mia Hamm. Yeah, and on, Julie Foudy. And Julie Foudy. We're going to be speaking uh, uh, to both of them. We, uh, Mia, we spoke to her in uh, in Los Angeles at, mm. at, at the Bank of California Stadium. Think of the insanity we just said. We're in Liverpool, and we're going to show you a clip of something we filmed <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> and then we are both very tired. Right, for, for the Angel City uh, uh, announcement of the of their, uh-huh. uh, first kit. Uh, and we'll talk to Julie Foudy, who's also a co-owner mm-hmm. of Angel City uh, as well. So we'll, we'll talk to both of them. Absolutely stoked. Uh, for those, uh, uh, for those, no, uh, we're chats. in Liverpool, not Stoke. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I get, I get them mixed up <laughs> yeah. all the time. They just sound so similar. Yeah. <laughs> just really, we're very uh, Liverpool uh, <laughs> to be here today. No, uh, but we have to. We, look, we have to start with Major League Soccer. Uh, yes, simply because let's not talk about Cooligans Classical. Let's talk about Major League Soccer. <laughs> right, Alexis, something we can both celebrate. Alexis doesn't want to get to that. What is that later? We have something. So let's let, let's bond over uh-huh. uh, uh, our uh, you know the, the the club we both support. New York City Football Club. Uh, if you saw the playoffs, also and and also shouts to the Portland Timbers because uh, it, it the yeah. MLS Cup final will be hosted by the Portland Timber Timbers, and uh, the visiting team will be New York City Football Club. Insane. What? Just saying that. By the way, this show started in the stands of NYCFC, and they didn't play that well that first season, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Eleven right. uh, winless in a row. Yeah, it was a rough. Uh, rough it was goal. a rough one, rough mm-hmm. patch there, mm-hmm. and now. Only so many years later, the show's still going strong. And that team is going to MLS Cup Finals. That means we got to go to MLS Cup Finals. Exactly. So we're <laughs> leaving Liverpool and going directly to Portland after this. We we had to change all of our plans uh, uh, because of that. So shouts to NYCFC for forcing us to change our plans That's to right. go to an MLS Cup Final. So and we shouts to Dramamil <laughs> and all the other ways we're going to be able to sleep. <laughs> uh, but obviously, let's talk about NYCFC in the, in the Eastern Conference Final against the Philadelphia Union. And before we even... Uh, uh, you know, praise NYCFC uh, as much as we want to. The Philadelphia Union were put in an awful, awful position. Insane. Um, obviously, several of their players tested positive for for COVID. I think and, it ended up being nine total. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe six of them were starters, if I'm not mistaken. Roughly, yeah. Uh, w- rough position, and we were like, "Well, they can't play the game, right? They'll delay." No, they did not. MLS was like, "You go and play that game." Yeah. The, the rules uh, say, you know, if you have it, basically if you have enough players to field the team, uh, you have to, you know, you have to play the game. Yeah. And, and, I, I think NYCFC would have beaten a full, you know, a full capacity, if you will, uh, you know, Philadelphia Union. But they made this this upstart team really made NYCFC <laughs> sweat, boy. Yeah, I mean, look, the uh, Philadelphia Union get the first goal because of an own goal from uh, Alexander Collins, and 90 seconds later, Maxi Morales scores and ties the game. Then, obviously, you've seen it. Thomas Magno uh, towards the end of the game uh, gets the game winner. It was a, I mean, a lot apart from the Philadelphia Union. I f- obviously, you feel gutted for the whole situation and and all our Philadelphia Union friends. Mm-hmm. They they put on an incredible match and. And this is always, always going to be a look, regardless of who wins MLS Cup, this is always going to be that thing of like, uh, even if NYCFC wins, oh, but look what happened. Oh, Philly. But even if the Timbers yeah, yeah, yeah. win, it'd be like, oh, but they didn't have to play. For, you know what I mean? It's always going to be a thing. And it's a, it's a bummer because that isn't the match. You know, I, who cares? Put an asterisk on that. that bad <laughs> I'll boy. take it with an asterisk. Yeah, I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but we had to watch the game. So we, we watched the game in Manchester. We, well, we called. We called maybe 15 different pubs. Uh, we found out from uh, Manchester City, uh, some of the folks that work there, 
And we were like, well, NYCFC is owned by you guys. Are you putting it on like a watch party you or something? A, you have a pub partner in yeah, yeah, Manchester? Yeah, yeah. Is there up? something we can do? And they mentioned a couple of different places where we could watch it. So it made sense to go to Manchester. We called a couple places. Plus, we were meeting up with MLS UK. Yeah. Um, and he lives not far from Manchester. So Shout we take the Henry. train to Manchester. His name is not MLS UK. His name is Henry, but okay. Henry, but most people would know him as at MLS UK. So we take the train to Manchester. We find a, a pub that said, yeah, sure, we'll put it on as soon as the F1 is over. So we get there, and there's about two minutes before the match is going to start and the F1 is on for interviews. And I said, Hey, can you change it? And they said, no. And I said, what about that TV over there that just has Diego Maradona uh, <laughs> highlights? And the guy's like, all right, fine. But it's just the end of the race interviews with F1. So I get back up and I go, Hey, you probably don't know who I am, but uh, <laughs> myself and that guy over there, uh, we're famous. We have a television show in the U S um, and this is going to be on it. Like we're going to mention this, right? By the way, shouts to Tip street tavern. And you'll know why I said the name. Right. Um, so they have, they have a, a bunch of TVs. I said, can you put the audio on? I Just for us, I get it, but we kind of need to hear the game. And the guy's like, sorry, can't do it, mate. Can't do it for you, mate. <laughs> and I said, all right, uh, let me go to the bathroom. I go downstairs and I see there's a bunch of TVs, right? And I even said like, hey, come on, we'll talk about your place on TV. You could look us up. It's real. I'm not making it up. And I was like, dude, we're huge in America. There might have been a little <laughs> fib there. Uh, a fib Street bar, a Fib Street tavern. <laughs> so I go, to the base, I go to the basement to go to the bathroom and there's like a whole other section of bar down there with TVs. And it's I'm leaving the bathroom right here. And I'm like, that's the MLS. That's the MLS theme. I'm like, I thought maybe this came from a European song that I don't know about. And they just happen to be playing that. So as I walk upstairs, I see Christian, Sam, our videographer, and Henry picking up their coats. And like, they're putting on the audio for us downstairs. And I was like, they told me that section was closed. And they're like, just shut up and come downstairs. And the guy comes down and goes, you are going to mention us on that TV show. We're like, really. absolutely. Tip Street Tavern. You got to go if you're ever in Manchester. Tip Street Tavern. This is now a commercial. Tip Street. Come on now. Tip Street Tavern. Okay. Yeehaw. You bring the yee, we bring the haw. Just a nice little uh, you know, local local car dealership commercial uh, yeah. for, for a bar. Uh, no, uh, but we, we we basically closed down. We took over it. We took, we took over, over it. Tip Street. They gave us the entire basement. We had like seven TVs. We're watching the game, watching Major League Soccer. We basically said, it's called soccer now. Yeah. Tip Street Tavern, yeah, deal Tip with Street it. Soccer Tavern. <laughs> uh, but absolutely dope time. And obviously to, to get to see NYCFC move on and go to an MLS Cup final, it was emotional. It was uh, insane. Again, you know, we've been following the club since day one. NY, if the, you know, the Cooligans would not exist without NYCFC. That's, uh, 100% that's yeah, 100% true. Uh, so, I mean, so that's it. We're going to the MLS Cup final. So you'll see us in Portland, bruh. That's right. All right, let's talk a little bit about this European trip because I, as an Arsenal supporter, have not had a good time. <laughs> I've, uh, all I've gotten to do uh, on this trip is witness Arsenal lose and watch my team win. It's, it's not fair. Uh, this wasn't what I signed up for. Um, you know what? We should have came a day early, so you could have been in that derby, <laughs> so you could watch everything get dismantled. But fine, fine. Yeah. Uh, we went to Manchester United versus Arsenal, a very difficult ticket to get. We had to pull every string we could find, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Leave our blinds alone!" And we're like, "We're pulling every string, dude." Uh, but eventually, we got tickets. Here's the little wrinkle: mm. we got tickets. 
in the home section. Right. And if you don't know a lot about how soccer is done out here in uh, merry old England, uh, you don't do that if you're an <laughs> Arsenal supporter. So I basically just pretended to only speak Spanish. They were two massive uh, United fans, like massive dudes. I was in between them. And I was like, hey, todo bien. <laughs> and I just, I was like, if they ask, I'm just going to pretend I'm Cavani's cousin. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you couldn't show any uh, support really whatsoever. Mm. Especially because... I it, also couldn't show frustration, yeah. which is what I wanted to show. <laughs> the, uh, oh, especially the, obviously in this game, uh, you know, United won three to two. It was a lot of goals. At least, at the very least, if you're neutral, it was yeah. entertaining. But in the section that we were in, the uh, there was a family, it was a, it was a woman that I've never seen more angry at Manchester United also, players. the level of vulgarity. <laughs> the swearing was unbelievable. I'm like, this is, is this what, 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 is this the definition of ladylike out in England? It was unbelievable. She was uh, like, I mean, what was and, the, what was the main quote, right? The, so the, the lines, the linesman <laughs> called an offside. <laughs> That's it. It wasn't, they didn't call back a goal because of it. The dude did his job. He pulled out the flag. And for the rest of this match, and whenever he got close, and we were in like the third row. Yeah. And this is an, an expensive section. So I'm assuming this family has money. As soon as the guy got close, she yelled, stick it up your arse. <laughs> stick the flag up your arse. The end, I mean, for 90 minutes, yeah. she could not stop thinking about uh, offside call, <laughs> and then she she was like with a, a young child, and uh-huh. it was like she'd be like stick it up your arse, and it's like, hey, you know, uh, yeah. Ethan, are you okay? Yeah. You know, I'm like, did you did you eat your gogur, <laughs> Ethan? Because if was, not, you could stick it up. <laughs> it was surreal, the intensity. Uh, so, look, that game was incredible. But we obviously, we came here. I, I, it was also Flex's birthday, and we got to go hang out with him afterwards That's a little right. bit. And you, I got to be on United uh, View, which Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was more people being like, oh, these Americans know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's crazy. There's been a lot of that. There's yeah, been yeah. a lot of like, whoa. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I got to be, you. I got to be on Toffee TV uh, as well. Shout out uh, to them. So that was cool. A little mm-hmm. bit more low-key than uh, like United yeah, View yeah, yeah. or... Yeah, Arsenal Arsenal fan TV, TV, yeah, very, different, right? very different. <laughs> so it was a really, really great time. Um, but we were here for the Cooligans Classico, which is Everton uh, versus Arsenal. We went to Goodison Park. Uh, I mean, look, first of all, got to give a, a huge amount of props to Everton Football Club because they were unbelievably welcoming. Uh, We've seen more parts of Goodison Park than some players have. I think so, man. It's insane. They literally, like, if there was a door, they're like, nah, let's go through. <laughs> We're, you're seeing every inch and inch square got, of this We place. obviously uh, got to go to the, the locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to hold the FA Cup from the, 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 uh, the last time Everton won yeah. a, a trophy. Insane. Uh, I got to um, come out of the tunnel. We got to beat by... To- they played, as they call it, Z cars. It's Z cars. Yeah. But they played that... The, if you're an Everton fan, you know all about it. It's like a siren and the drums start mm-hmm. and it's very significant. It's what the players hear and it's sort of what, you know, what Tim Howard listened to and what Landon Donovan listened to that would get them hyped as they were walking out. And dude, he got to do that. He got to walk through the tunnel. It was funny because they were like, you two could do it. I'm like, come on, let, <laughs> let Christian do this on his own. You know what I mean? Uh- it's, it's uh, just an incredible uh, experience. So, uh, thank also you. getting to be in that classic stadium before it's knocked down and the new stadium comes up in a few years was absolutely amazing. And you, dude, how many times you say you get to be in a closed stadium, just kind of walking around doing whatever you want, yeah. sitting in any seat you want? It was crazy, just uh, uh, unbelievable time. So, thank you again, to Everton. But let's talk about the game itself. No, let's not. Let's talk about. <laughs> they kept walking us around. <laughs> they were so, so hospitable. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what they did? They took us to the old players' lounge where the players would go and have 
have drinks after the game. It's inside. Uh, and there was a, one of the former players, a captain from ni- uh, 1985, and he leads tours. And he was just talking about how great it is and how much, a, you know, once you're an Everton player, you're always an Everton player. And I jokingly shook his hand. I go, by the way, I'm the new signing. He looked at me like, oh, no, uh, <laughs> it's worse than we thought. And he kind of realized I was joking. He goes, first thing, we're putting you on a diet. Bro, and, keep it, keep yo, it real. Keep it at 100. It was so funny. <laughs> but it was like that just goes to show like the, the level of like they would bring us around and, and show us everyone. So shouts to shouts to everyone for doing that. And yeah, the game happened and Arsenal won 17 to nothing. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> what a game, bro. I hated every Unbelievable. second of it. Look, VAR is a hater trying to yo. destroy everything for, uh, for Everton. Man of the match would have gone to VAR had Arsenal won for Mike sure. Mike Dean, the, the legendary, the infamous referee is, is refereeing this Known game. Known Arsenal hater. <laughs> <laughs> but he looked VAR. He was he was looking out for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So VAR VAR had money on that game, boy. Took, took away two goals from Everton, and then uh, Everton two goals from Richarlison. From Richarlison, yeah. but but a goal taken away, and then literally seconds later, uh, Arsenal score right before halftime. It is kind of deflating, but Everton's still playing well in this game. And then second half. What was those the last few minutes of that game? Arsenal doesn't know how to kill a match. That's the problem. They were time wasting. Uh, they, they don't, were... but they but they didn't waste time. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> they went into time wasting mode, but no time had been wasted. <laughs> All they did was waste opportunities in Katia. Okay. Yeah. So, also, when did our midfield forget how to pass the ball? <laughs> and Damari Gray uh, with uh, the goal. I mean, uh, I, to be in that stadium for something like that. Look, obviously, the heartbreak for Alexis, the absolute elation uh, for me. And I'm in the away section, so uh, there's people throwing things and <laughs> boo. Meanwhile, he's out there partying in the other section. People are hugging and yeah. kissing near me. It's just absolute madness, Look, man. Look, for the purpose of the trip, it's his first time going to Goodison. I get, you know, if you were writing it out as a script, that's what you would have happen, you know, as Everton win. But for me, if I was the director, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> okay. Alexis will do the Snyder cut. Yeah. It'll be a little bit different. Yeah, right? the Criterion Collection <laughs> doesn't end this way. <laughs> you know? Okay, Obama Yang finishes that chance uh, okay. you know, maybe Enkentia doesn't miss a wide open goal on a header you know what things like that maybe Pepe comes in the game who knows Did maybe you don't photo? Oh, have you seen the photo of Pepe yeah. at the side just with the yeah. hood up just angry I don't know so, yeah he probably he was angry when they realized we were starting Shaka when he just came back the men had no legs <laughs> look I, I don't have to tell you Arsenal in disarray Everton our, our stable club <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need to start you need to maybe what are you in 12 <laughs> stop it <laughs> stop it All right, let's get back to some American soccer. Yeah, the best Uh, form of soccer. And uh, we have to we have to get to uh, our interview because look, we a couple uh, a couple weeks ago we got to uh, fly out to Los Angeles for Mm -hmm. a surprise event that Angel City was putting on. We they they had no idea what it was. They actually did not tell us what was uh, about to happen. It was a surprise. Is it a prank on us? I thought I I thought we're being catfish. You know what I mean? They say like, (laughs) hey, you're gonna be talking to me and Ham, and then Taylor Ham shows up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Why am I happy still? (laughs) So, uh, but no, this is it. We got to speak to the absolute legend, uh, one of Angel City FC's owners, uh, a 99er. Just uh, one of the biggest legends we've ever spoken to. uh, I was so nervous. (laughs) Absolute honor. So here's our conversation with Mia Hamm. Do we even have to do an intro for the legend that is standing here? I mean, uh, I'm, you know, it's, 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 I want to just like fanboy. Uh-huh. That's the instinct that I have uh-huh. right now. But I, I'm trying to be as professional as possible. Be cool, first, man. Be cool. Yeah, my first question is, yo, Mia Ham, what's it like being Mia Ham, dude? <laughs> 
It's awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm here with you guys. Yeah. Right. We are here uh, at Bank of California yeah. Stadium, Angel City That's FC. Right. We're here for uh, a secret event. We mm-hmm. don't even know. Uh, exa- we haven't been uh, you told exactly what's going to happen just yet, so we're excited. Uh, and, and Mia, you can you feel free to reveal that if you want to or don't. I don't know. This, this is on air right away. Am I, am right I away. allowed to? <laughs> yeah, this won't air right away, so feel free. No, okay, yeah. so, so please, Mia, why, why are the Cooligans here? Why uh-huh. are we talking to you right why? now? Why? Because you guys are going to get one of the first looks at our home kit. That's crazy. Yeah, it Unreal. is. Unreal. You know, tight. obviously, you're me and him, right? Yeah. You played at an incredible level. World Cups, the whole nine. You're a legend. Thousands and thousands of young girls played soccer because of you. Well, obviously, technical, right, is the first thing I think of when I think of me and him's involvement. How involved are you in the look of, of Angel City? Are you like, this is trash? <laughs> Get this out of here. I want the angel looking that way. You know, as, much, as, as, as much as, you know, I can help them draw or not draw stick figures. Yeah, I submitted so many of the, you know, for the logo. Uh-huh. Uh, they all got rejected. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Shame no. on them. Yeah. Really? No, no. This is, I let the people who know what they're doing kind of drive. Okay. Um, Smart move. Okay. Yeah. If if they want if they want to talk to me about the game players, I'm happy to. But I stay in my lane in a lot of places, and this would be one of them. Okay. Would you recommend the uh, Los Angeles Hams? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been amazing. That would have been. So speaking of that, like uh, I I know for a lot of former players, especially involved with with clubs, there is that challenge of like how much input am I giving? Like, is it? Do you want to like? You don't want to like you know rub. Or cause any friction with like yeah. the coach or things like that. How much is it like? Hey, I'm I'm Mia Ham. Please listen to me. And, <laughs> I've got and a we suggestion. Told, <laughs> we told you know there's a group of us that that played on the women's national team or were right. part of the ownership group, and we're like, oh, poor Freya. Like, <laughs> first game, we're all gonna be standing there in the tunnel and be like, seriously, uh-huh. what is going on out there? Um, you're going to be doing that. So this is the formation you're going with. Yeah. Interesting. No, we'll, okay. we'll already right. be in the locker room. like <laughs> Just erasing what's on the board. Yeah. We got some suggestions to make. What is, what is, we were at the ICC Futures and we got to see when you showed up, uh, just the reaction. You know, it was almost as if we weren't important anymore because you were there. <laughs> yes, it was an overwhelming effect. Uh, what do you think you could impart to the players of this team? Uh, as you try to win an NWSL championship, which it seems like that's what you're going for year one. <laughs> well, I, I think the players, you know, in this league and internationally, um, they have so much more experience than we did kind of coming into it. But I think, you know, the the daily grind of being a pro is, especially for young players out of college, is something that, you know, takes getting used to is yeah. is everything that you do, everything, you know, how much sleep, what you eat, um, your pre and post, you know, practice kind of maintenance impacts what you do on, on game day. So getting them to understand, um, their performance, but also their connection to the community and how important that is, uh, to, to building this club into what we all know it can be. All right. And last question. Uh, I've read so much about your career and especially U.S. women's soccer. It's on the stone tablet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's a long time ago. They chiseled it. It took a while, but they got it in there. Obviously, there's there's so much history, uh, your history, with uh, American soccer, women's soccer. And just to get to this 
point uh, to be an owner of a club in Los Angeles and and, and seeing the NWSL grow yeah. uh, as much as it has. I mean, how, on a personal level, how's that feel for you? Incredibly proud. And and the other thing is is not just someone who's played the game, but now a mom, and to be able to bring my daughters and my son to the to this stadium um, to watch their heroes play and to see their role, role models compete um, week in and week out just means so much to me. And, um, you know, we're, we're going after a championship in the first year. Um, it's not going to be easy, mm-hmm. but that's the bar we've set at Angel City is, is we want to do things differently. And, and we believe in, um, you know, and any and Freya and, and what we're building here with, with signing press. Um, Big get. Yeah. Big yeah. We're, <laughs> People have heard of her. Yeah. yeah. Girl can score some goals, <laughs> yeah, 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 she a beast. Um, so we're really excited. But but it's it's more than just, you know, being able for me to play is, is now being a fan of the game and seeing it continue to grow and being able to share it with my family. Sure. Can't wait, I, can't I, wait to see me and him with her kids being like, see, they listen to me, kids. <laughs> huh? You see how these people listen to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there, there's also oh, we're former players, and when their kids are young and didn't get to see them play when they were right. young, there's yeah. always like, you know, I used to, I used to do that yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, in the snow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mia, this is an absolute honor, uh, not just to meet you, but to get a chance to speak with you. So thank you so much well, for thank uh, you. being a part of the uh, Thanks the show. for being here and being a part of this. We really of appreciate thank it. You. Absolutely yeah, honored. Honored thank you. Thank you. On our show. <laughs> That's really me and him. <laughs> the Angel City chat and the, the Legends chat is not over because we're going to be joined in just a moment with 99er and also a- Angel City FC owner Julie Fadi. So come right back. Wow. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to, we know the game, all right? We're not going to. Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that that's, you know, that's, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream. Uh every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern time for prem show uh but we do other stuff as well we do watch alongs uh we you know we 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 uh, interview people uh it's uh we play fifa uh and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there so join us on twitch hit the follow button it is free that's right so just go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to el twitch.com that's e-l-t-w-i-t-c-h-e.com and that'll bring you right to our account and hit that follow button right now what you waiting for Wow. Uh, I mean, the legends continue here. Okay. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. We have yet another 99er. There's just there's just so many 99ers on one program. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait. First of all, I mean, I've seen, I've seen her obviously play soccer for so long. I've seen her be an analyst on TV. I've seen her do some incredible things. And now she has dropped her quality so low that she's willing to be on our <laughs> it's, show. Uh, you know what? This, <laughs> is, this, is this the tailspin of Julie Fowdy? <laughs> I don't know. It's the beginning of the end. Uh, no, this is absolutely, we're so honored to have her. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the pride of San Diego, World Cup winner. Put your hands together for the one, the only, Julie Foudy, everybody. Julie, what's up? Hi, guys. What's happening? Oh, 
Oh my God! She's, it's, what are you talking really about? Here. This is top of my my new resume. Is it's going on it? I mean, first first thing we have to ask is, you know, when you look back at your career, did you think you would be a club owner? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. I love the confidence. Of course, Alexis. Um, I think. Um, the full circle moment, though, for there's what 14 of us that players that are owners with Angel City. And the, the backstory to that is that um, Mia and I were both, uh, you know, talking to Angel City and we both came to the conclusion like this is something that feels communal. We should be doing this with a lot of players. So we sent an email out to Anyone who had lived in Southern California, played in Southern California, or was born and raised in Southern California had a connection. And we said, hey, you guys want in? You want to be owners? And literally within two hours, it was like, yes, 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 yes. Hell yes. Where do <laughs> I sign? <laughs> so wow. I, I wish I I wish I was at a point in my life where I could just receive that email. Well, someone could even inquire. <laughs> You're not right? even from Southern California. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one even presumes I could have the money to do that. Yeah, if they ever... If they ever put a team in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, oh, you'll get the email. All right, I get it. You're definitely getting the email. Uh, yeah. it, it was, um, you know, we got to be at the reveal for uh, for the kit, which was an honor. You know, uh, they, they reached out to us and said, hey, you, you, I think you guys need to be here. So uh, even at that point when those are the kind of emails we're, we're receiving right? for kit reveals. So that does feel pretty great. Um, and the, the one thing that was, uh, you know, immediately noticeable was one. The, the the level of uh, of care and support around almost every single aspect of the club uh, is incredible. And then the other yeah. thing that you immediately notice is that it is it, you know for the most part a woman a, a women ran club yep. almost at every position yep. at, uh, at at the club. It is there that seems to be obviously a very conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what are those conversations like about creating that that kind of a environment to have like this yeah. female run uh, uh, and led environment? Yeah, to, to your point. Christian is it's a totally different mindset with a lot of different really thoughtful layers. Not to say that men aren't thoughtful, um, but they're not sometimes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they the things they think about, I, I am constantly blown away by. Like for example, um, you know we're gonna we're gonna be hosting a watch party for this U.S. Women's National Team game or NWSL game, um, and it's at this women led owned swaggy wants in on the podcast she does this a lot so i apologize um i know swags i don't have your squeaky toy go out of here no i, I have, have i have a dog too oh. i have a my dog my dog's name is nutmeg and uh, he does exactly the exact oh. same thing as yeah. like like hands every, are all very used to barks she's on every podcast i feel like huh you want to say hi you want to show yourself show yourself yeah. swaggy show who you are she's a rescue hey. doodle hey, it looks exactly like nutmeg she his look, dog looks just like my dog oh you have a rescue doodle as well Oh, not a rescue. I feel terrible already. I'm not kidding. No, we couldn't I'm, find I'm ki- one. I'm, I'm kidding. There's no thing as a rescue doodle. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on, He rescued Christian. it from the arms yeah. of someone who charged him a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, Whenever I tell people that, they're like, you found a rescue doodle? I was like, no, come on. What's wrong with I you just, people? I, Stay with me. I, what, I like to, what I like to think is when Julie Fowdy goes in the office, someone's like, hey, Julie, that new position we're hiring for, I found a really good candidate and it's a man. And then everyone laughs. Just laughs and laughs and laughs. And oh, they, we got a comedian in no, the office. We got huh? a couple of bits here. Huh? <laughs> that is not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> At least they don't tell me that. Um, okay, right. But the, they'll be like, hey, come to this watch party at, you know, this women-led, women-owned um, uh, uh, restaurant. And at halftime, there's two female chefs that will be cooking cupcakes and showing you their organic recipes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, What? <laughs> I mean, what were the watch parties like when you started playing for the women's yeah, national team? Yeah, there were no team? watch Did parties. They that? No, they didn't. There was no watch parties. They were like, "What team are you?" We were like, "USA Curling." I don't know. <laughs> That's what we would tell well, the, people. The, it, it, it's an interesting thing because there's clearly, you know, um, at, at any leadership position or the way any organization is run, if it's like men running it there's like obviously blind spots that they might not be thinking about what the experience of a woman at this organization might be like that women are thinking about and trying to sort of get ahead of right in past organizations or teams or even u.s soccer back in the day pre cindy parlo i like to say (laughs) there was you know there wasn't there wasn't anyone who ever woke up and thought oh how can i make this better today and it was more uh an afterthought it felt like and that's probably not entirely fair but that's what it felt like as a player and it was more of hey you should be just grateful you have a league or you have a national team to play on for girls way back in the day with the national team right like why do you want more than ten dollars a day you should just be happy you have you're wearing the red white and blue and we're like we are we're thrilled we're blessed we're you know super grateful but we can't live you want me to, like this you want yeah. me to eat the cakes yeah, exactly right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, what, what, what side tastes better, the patch, <laughs> the sleeve? <laughs> you know, exactly. Th- there's so many. There's so many. Um, you know, I, I read uh, Caitlin Murray's book, uh, The National Team, and yeah. there's so many stories about you. Um, and really, the the I mean, you. If, I mean, based on on the writing that you had to fight tooth and nail with U.S. soccer. You have you have a, a, a strong history, of the, whether it's a, like negotiations, uh, uh, just like handling really the business side of mm-hmm. the game. And what what did those experiences uh, teach you and help you and now in becoming an owner? Obviously, you're you're as a player, you're you know, you obviously have a lot of empathy for the players themselves and don't want them to go through what you went through, but as an yeah. owner, how are you sort of balancing those two things? Yeah. Well, it gives you that perspective, which is why I think it's so important at any, at any level to, um, with any sport to have players be part of the ownership group and have a seat at the table. And, and it also helps you understand when you have a seat at the table as an owner, all the challenges that are real, that maybe as a player, you're like, yeah, whatever, just take better care of me. Right. I don't want to hear all the details as an owner. You're like, Oh, whoa, that is expensive. And yes, we are losing that many millions of dollars. And so you get it from both sides. So I think, but I do think that just the perspective of having, played, been there and been frustrated by the little things that become big things is super helpful because you just think differently when you now are an owner and you can help really shape 
what that looks like for the players of this generation. And hopefully then it will carry on for the next. So um, that's the thing I think we're all most excited about as part of that, you know, 14 of us that are the players on Angel City is, um, and it's hopefully something that can be replicated by other teams, other sports. I mean, this is a roadmap that Julie Ehrman, the president, of course, of Angel City, really wants to share with others in hopes that others do the same. Now, I mean, the question has to be asked, right? You've been a part of previous leagues and they're no longer here. NWSL seems like it's on different footing. There's a lot of excitement around it. There's a lot of new clubs that people are already asking, when, when, are, when is this city going to get a, a women's team? When is this city going to get a yeah. women's team? Uh, you know, can you speak a little bit about, obviously, you know, and, and the league has gone through some issues this past season, but can you speak a little bit about the strength of the, of the league and why you decided now is the right time um, and why, you know, all 438 other owners of Angel City <laughs> decided now is the right time to jump into ownership and, and where those aspirations can take a club like Angel City? Yeah. Well, I, I think there's it's more than just an anecdotal belief that we're at a tipping point for women's sports. I mean, for so long, you felt it and you could feel the energy and the enthusiasm behind women's sports and the investment. But there's a lot of data that now backs it up that there could be, um, you know, a large return on, on investment. And I think that's the thing that is most exciting is can we be part of helping tip that scale? Because I think there are a lot of people who are now interested in getting into women's sports with deeper pockets and uh, and um, means that we didn't have in the past, right? We had a lot of really well-intentioned owners who, um, mostly well-intentioned owners, who, you know, did a lot of really good things, but maybe they didn't have the pockets to sustain $2 million in losses every year or $3 million in losses. And um, and it takes, as we know, when the professional sports model, you know, a, a different owner in terms of depth of, of finance to sustain the losses for many years. And that's where I feel like, we're at a really cool tipping point because you have so many people from so many different silos. I mean, look at Angel City in itself, right? The Hollywood A-list celebrities, you got your athletes and not just soccer athletes, Billy Jean's an owner, Lindsey Vaughn's an owner, Candy, Candace Parker's an owner. Um, and then you have your techies, you know, from the tech world, you have your venture capitalists, you have just rock stars from all these different fields that are coming together saying, we believe in this and let's show everyone that this is, this is the, the group that can tip that scale. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As far as the ownership uh, of Angel City, it's like it's it's the jocks, it's the nerds, yeah. it's like it's like Greece. You know every, I mean? every table from lunch, every table from lunch in high schools. Are we welcome anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's too cool for us. Uh, <laughs> Did you just make a Greece our, reference our on this show? I, oh, thank you for that. I always tell my kids like my go-to karaoke song is "Summer Loving," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the movie, but I heard it's good. Stop oh my God. it! I've seen Grease. Come on, Stop I know it. it's about no. It's about a guy who flirted with a girl <laughs> in the beach. There's this guy and this girl. And they <laughs> right? That's what it's about, right? Wow. That's it. The Love guy it. flirted with a girl no in the other beach. Movie now has he's been different. Like that. Yep. <laughs> Whenever the entire pe- group of people start singing, the entire cast, I turn it off. I'm done. I'm like, that's not real. Alexis, it, it's choreographed. Not, it's, too, okay. it's too fake. But all yeah. the mafia movies that Alexis oh, yeah. exclusively watches, this is a reality. If they sang in Goodfellas, I wouldn't have watched it. I'm taking the truth. <laughs> so, I want to talk about uh, just the, the current uh, uh, play, uh, especially the end. So 
so you were talking about the return on investment and viewership and the data behind uh, NWSL and and even you know international matches. But NWSL, the final uh, was incredibly well received. Uh, the, the the numbers were great. Uh, the Washington Spirit mm-hmm. win uh, uh, win the title in in I mean incredible fashion. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the you maybe some 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 of the players that are really standing out to you outside of of Angel City? Um, you know, obviously the, the, there's there's going to be yeah. the, there's still the, the draft is coming up. You see all the trades um, yeah. happening. Yeah, uh, lots you know, of lots wh- wh- of movement. Wh- it, yeah, and it, yeah. it seems more a bit more active than usual. Where obviously we just we just saw Ali Krieger, National Harris go to Gotham, Kaylin Sheridan yeah. uh, 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 to San Diego. Uh, all these incredible moves. So what, what's from the ownership level now? How are you looking at uh, the talent to to kind of pick from? <laughs> Well, oh, I don't want to also. I don't want to ruin anything because I know we can't. Like you can't probably say too much. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> you can give an careful. overall picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, thankfully that's above my pay grade, uh, and that's what they pay any for. But um, <laughs> I, I just got done calling the College Cup final last night and the the women's college soccer final. Mm-hmm. And for example, they had two players on BYU who I hadn't seen much of Michaela Coulihan and Cameron Tucker. They've scored 34 goals between them this year. Like, you know, two players, um, Michaela Coulihan actually is going to Orlando Pride. She's already been drafted. Cameron Tucker hasn't been drafted. But I mean, two players that could step into the NWSL, I think, right away. Um, and then they have like a Kelsey Turnbow with Santa Clara, who was another a final four team who's now going to San Diego. She got traded from Chicago Red Stars. She's a senior at Santa Clara, was supposed to go with the Red Stars, was part of that like three or four person trade. Katie Johnson, I forget who else was uh, part of it, um, that went to San Diego. So there's a there's heaps of talent out there. When you say the Washington spirit, the one I'm most excited about, honestly, is Trinity Rodman. Uh, with yeah, the star. U.S. national team. Um, and you just, I mean, she didn't go to Australia, but I, she'll be in in January camp. And she'll be in uh, in the February camp, I imagine. She'll be in the March camp, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, this is a player who has, uh, speaking about upside, has a ton of upside. So I, I can't Have wait to seen- see her. Have you ever seen? Uh, I mean, in, in in since I've been watching NWSL and and uh, look, my my knowledge of the women's game it doesn't go as deep as yours, but I've never really seen a player, a rookie, a, and even you know only didn't you know didn't spend time in college a, a lot of time in college. Yeah, for her to adapt to the to the league so quickly yeah. and look like like she's been playing for four or five years. Yeah, have you ever seen anyone else like that? Because yeah. I, I can't really remember yeah. anyone. Julie's gonna be like, yeah, me. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was about? gonna say Mia Ham, and then uh, <laughs> and then I, and then, she, but she went to college. When you put the college reference in there, that that yeah. cuts out Mia. Um, well, there's not many people who have taken that path. I mean, Lindsay Horan was the first to do it. Really, the first one to say she didn't play domestically; she played um, over in in France, of course, for for PSG. But yeah. she was the first one to say, "Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bypass a scholarship." to college and go get paid to play in, in France. And, um, and that worked out well for her. Mallory Pugh made the same decision. It's taken her longer, I think. Um, but there aren't many that have done that. What Trinity has, I mean, Mallory Pugh with how good she was at that age when she she was already on the Olympic team, right? She was 17 on the Olympic team, I think in 2016. And yet it took her a few years as we saw. I mean, she's, she switched 
teams. She's been on three different clubs teams in the last three years, I think. So um, for Trinity to step in, to your point, Christian, as fast as she did, it, I think is says a lot, right? Because it is it's yeah, not easy. Yeah. It's a jump and to jump in how quick they're playing. It's a jump in physicality. Yeah. And you're living on I mean, your spirit, own. The, yeah. yeah, the spirit don't win the title without Trinity. 100%. Robin, that's, no. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Julie, we have a group called Gully Squad. They're our supporters group. Uh, we let them ask a couple questions of our guests. Uh, we got a question here from Thomas A. Thornton. Uh, how have you seen the acceptance change and or grow, if it has, of women like yourself in the analyst chair? Mm. Like for men's events, you mean? Or for women's? Yeah. Or I mean, just the, you know, the acceptance of, of women, yeah, analyzing the men's game. Um. I mean, it's definitely taken time for the men's game. I mean, I, I still get nasty tweets, but I don't know. I mean, the difference now is I, you know, I, I have uh, no faux pas, which is no fear of other people's opinions anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, nice. but in the past, like when I first started doing men's World Cups and Euros back in the day, oh, it was brutal. Thank God there was no social media. I mean, I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even, like people would send stuff through different channels say facebook or um but you gotta you know, be a real garbage human to send a nasty letter they would. i was like don't hand me the fan mail um, <laughs> yeah i but it's definitely changed as it should you know just like espn as an entity has changed there used to be no women doing sports center i mean and that was such a revelation when a female host handed off another show to another female host i yeah. think it was uh hannah storm to linda cone or something like that and i remember watching that live going oh my god and that was only like a decade ago i'm like wait what that's it <laughs> um so it's great to see that we have so many women um doing men's sports women's sports and and as it should be i think yeah uh, i mean it's incredible we have one more uh question uh this is from lura mccoy she says uh she says referring to julie father she was legends only she asked this question she says what kind of donut is julie eating today i know you're a big fan <laughs> uh i do have you know the first step is admitting you have a problem i have a donut problem uh, I haven't had a donut today, actually. I've been really good. COVID, uh, kind of, uh, made my donut addiction run rampant. And, uh, <laughs> I felt like, wow, you know, 15 pounds later, I needed to, you know, to slim it up a little bit, get a little healthier. So I, uh, I, uh, I've been really good, but a cinnamon roll was my favorite donut. The bigger, the better. Ooh. If it's bigger than my head, it's fantastic. Super stodgy. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come to New York, I got some options for you. Do you? you know, if you bring, yeah. if you bring stretchy pants, I guess, because <laughs> uh, that's that's what I wear when I walk around. Uh, we, yeah, we've we've. Got, thank you so much. We know you have to run, but we do have some other pieces uh, that we need before we run. Yes, uh, Julie, Fadi, thank you so much for joining us. We first we have to get we have to get to our Galasso gift. This is your opportunity to celebrate a goal on our show that we will turn into a gift that will live on the internet forever. So Alexis will. Give I've been you a waiting scenario. for this. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Feel free to celebrate however. You like Alexis what what are you thinking today all right so here's what I think uh so Angel City FC get to the uh, NWSL championship uh and for some reason they say Julie we need you in there everyone else <laughs> everyone else is done that we means need you you're in there. super desperate hopefully there's <laughs> so a paramedic the the, on the sideline it's the end of the match right here's and then, your uh, oxygen you tank and your jetpack. <laughs> 
go. <laughs> also, EMTs are going to be on the field with you. But you, you're on there, and you, and you just put one right through. Put your laces right through it. It curls in. You score the winner. And by wow. the way, just before you scored, they told you if you scored. Uh, you would not only get to own Angel City FC, uh-huh. but also they'll just give you a part of LAFC. Here you go. <laughs> donate it to you. Now you own two clubs in the same city. How do you celebrate that goal? Uh- well, because I don't have a sports bra on, I cannot take it off. I can't. I, I cannot. mean, the ratings would go through the roof. <laughs> I cannot. No, that would scare the viewers off. There's no Brandy Chastain in this belly. Uh, okay, are you ready? I've just wait. What? Yes. I got two teams and what? And I scored the game two winner. Teams. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't. I, I would show you my standard, but I can't get it on camera. So we got to stay in our Zoom box. Okay, ready. I would okay, be okay. like, uh, hell yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> F yeah! I'm not cussing! Because there's kids! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm more, I'm more mature now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a board member. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Incredible. All the celebration. Incredible. All right. <laughs> Julie Patti, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I, absolutely honored. Well, obviously, huge, huge fans of you. This is an absolute pr- privilege for us. Oh, um, thank is you. There Thanks for all the good work you're about- doing. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. Is there anything you want to let people know about uh, before we let you go? Um, well, because you guys have so much fun on your podcast, uh, we have a podcast called Laughter Permitted, um, that we're going to have to reciprocate. You might be my first man I have on the podcast. Oh, Oh, wow. Too much pressure. I know. But happy to. Man Um. or men? What happened here? (laughs) How did I get bumped out of this? Honestly, this is the first time I've been called a man. (laughs) He can't even grow a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I mean, like your podcast, which I I love that you guys um, interview all these soccer you know, legends. And I, I've seen your guest list of people you've had on here and, but you do it in such a fun style, right? Which is, I think everything, like, I think sometimes we get too consumed in the X's and O's rather than figuring out the joy of sports. So thanks for all you're doing. We try and do the same. Oh, thank you. Uh, come Julie, on. We don't From even, you? We don't even know the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I signed the contract to this show on, with a crayon. <laughs> Julie. Uh, Julie, again, absolutely honored. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, everybody, Angel City, uh, obviously, st- starting next year, uh, uh, and it's going to be great. So, uh, everybody, also make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels. Follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for more clips of the show and other interviews with some other legends, uh, just like Julie Foudy. So, uh, Julie, let us end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. Right so, please join us in this. Uh, so, for Julie Foudy, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cool.